Oh shit. What the fuck? Where is that from? That's my intro track, Eric. From It's from the uh, Disney classic film, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse oh, no. of the Black Pearl, music by Hans Zimmer. Wow, you would choose a Hans Zimmer production to open in. Did you uh, know that it was November, Ty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what? I'm reminiscing on my uh, Halloween festivities, Eric, for I dressed up as Johnny Depp visiting a children's hospital. Johnny Depp visiting a children's hospital. Okay, so obviously you dressed up as either somebody who just left court or Jack Sparrow. Which one was it? Uh, I lie in there and all, baby. I was Jack Sparrow. Savvy? Very nice. So how did you like weave in this children's hospital element please enlighten me uh, all you have to do is be sympathetic to people it's more of a mental thing <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay and uh please tell me how you did that did you say thank you to your sandwich artist finally you know i always say thank you eric i'm not like you at subway <laughs> eric is so like stoic with his sandwich artist it's like i feel bad for the artist because the artist is very stoic and eric's very stoic so it's kind of a standoff between the two mm -hmm. it's like if two sculptures had a steering contest yeah. eric's a little eric's a little more sculpted thank you yeah it's kind of like if, when you see the stone engine person that's what it looks mm -hmm. like when i ordered a sandwich <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh, wow me it's... i'm not like that eric i have a heart and I share my heart with my sandwich artist. I put, I wear my heart on my plastic glove. Hmm. That would be also just like a beating heart on a plastic glove. <laughs> yeah. Uh, straight from the ER. Wow. Ty, I don't say thank you at Subway because I'm vibrating at a very high frequency when I'm there. Uh, I'm in my creative element. And that means that I have one AirPod in. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm not uh, <laughs> saying please or thank you. Okay, I'm listening to Joe Rogan, and I'm you know debating whether or not I'm going to put meatballs or uh, chicken breast on my sandwich. And I don't have room for any like um, you know politeness or any kind of like everyday shit. You know, I'm here to You're like right. create. I'm here to link and build in studio, and I'm there to get out. I get that. You're finding like... flow. You're finding flow, right? The flow <laughs> channel is somewhere between anxiety and boredom. If it's too challenging, you experience anxiety. If it's too boring or like you don't have the, if you're too, too good at it, you get bored. Mm. And I think in the sandwich lineup, you're trying to find that middle ground. You're trying to find the flow that wants to keep you creating, you know, mm -hmm. put on, exactly. put on some Migos on your one AirPod, bop your head. Mm -hmm. See what's fresh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or should um, I say duos? Put on some duos. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> That's true. One me go. <laughs> Damn. RIP takeoff, man. That's crazy. RIP takeoff. This is breaking news today. What do? We, how do you feel about this, Eric? <sighs> it's really gross. Like... Really, like, honestly, you just, like, heard about it, and I was, like, really disturbed by it. I'm just like, mm -hmm. what the fuck? Like, probably because they're, like, really famous. Like, they're, like, a mainstream artist, you know? 
mm-hmm, versus mm-hmm. versus like uh when i don't know like uh x xx tentacion passes away mm-hmm. that's like that's like a subculture of like rap music and yeah, like equally Jewish tragic world. equally tragic but like doesn't compare to like uh somebody who like you know everyone kind of knows about it's like hits a little different yeah totally it's not like a niche death it's a mainstream celebrity death mm-hmm. he was on Pretty ellen cr- or something right <laughs> Dude, I'm ellen sure. and you die that's that's everyone's gonna be like aware of that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, wow yeah that's how you know you've made it, I guess. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty upset about this too, Eric. Obviously, Duo doesn't sound the same as Migos. It doesn't have the same kind of ring to it, uh, mm-hmm. and it's just a big hit for the music industry. Yeah, it's dude, gonna... it felt it feels wrong to not address it, you know. But in a weird way, I think this comes at like a really like interesting time for the Migos to get back together because mm. they like this whole year it's been like inner turmoil with the group <laughs> I feel like mm. fucking DJ academics here but <laughs> but um yeah like didn't they like uh, break up and now you know this is something that's going to bring the family back together those who are left right yeah dude all great trios go through this type of turmoil at some point look at the Joe bros uh and I think that they meet unfortunately a tragedy like this is what will bring Miko's back together they'll realize that family is everything you know mm-hmm. uh, reconfigure their relationship with one another because like Quavo and Offset are going to be holding each other close tonight because that's all they got now literally yeah damn, man damn I've uh it's hard for me to get the image out of my head did you watch the video of it happening wait there's a video of it happening yeah Holy yeah, shit, dude. no. Dude, That's it's traumatizing. It's very traumatizing. I can't stop thinking about um like the marinara stain at that hotel that'll be there forever. Damn. So you obviously have all the details then. Who done it, how how they did it, where they I don't know it. anything. <laughs> don't don't put that on me. Um PI if the ops Eric. are listening. Yeah, if the ops are listening, I don't know anything, but mm-hmm. He's not uh, talking. I ain't, I ain't talking. I just He's saw the video of him like laying on the ground, and Damn. yeah, it's disturbing. I don't even want to describe it further than that. Whether you're in front of a sandwich artist or the twelve, <laughs> you are as stoic as can be. <laughs> yeah, whether you're in front of the twelve or the twelve inches. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> wow, is there Damn. is there like a coincidence that police love? subway so much is it because they've named the sandwich after themselves mm-hmm. it's possible i think the police like subway so much is honestly if i really had to break it down to like the lowest level of maslow's hierarchy of needs eric uh i think the police they all gotta walk the beat right mm-hmm. and every beat has a way on it and we talked about this in a pre every beat has a subway there's so many subways you're gonna walk past one you know when you walk the beat you know like do your do your lap of like the street you're on foot Mm. you're on your Mm, beat harassing innocent uh teenagers and whatnot 
Mm-hmm. Telling um, the unhoused to move along. Um, <laughs> issuing right. a parking you... fine, maybe. Yeah, you don't, you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you're walking the beat. You walk past a subway. No matter what, guaranteed it's going to happen. And if you're on the street all day, like, that's the first good smell that you're going to experience. <laughs> and, like, it should draws you in. So It does. It's a safe not, haven. It's a safe haven. Um, not to mention that I feel like the su- a subway is a, a nice, like, area to scope out crime as a police officer poised on a window seat in a subway. You have eyes on the street. You know who's coming in, coming out. We know... We, we've been monitoring uh, google.com slash news with the keyword subway sandwiches for like three years. Every single day at a subway, <laughs> some shit goes down, Eric. It, like, I'm surprised that takeoff crash landed in a hotel and not at our local way. Um, mm-hmm. a higher chance, technically, of it happening at a way because there's 44,000 locations worldwide. Yeah, the odds are in... the not in subway's favor for that so (laughs) it's in a way subway is subsidizing every municipal police force by Mm -hmm. making a inviting environment for them and therefore benefiting from the added security you're absolutely right about that yeah it's kind of a symbiotic relationship if you think about it eric the the police force gets fed subway gets paid and subway's got like the whole squad watching their back mm-hmm. keeping the riffraff out mm-hmm. it's a it's a perfect symbiotic relationship um and we're just in there as the parasites you know mm-hmm. feeding on on sandwiches but uh, man it's kind of like kind of like uh you know you know when those like firefighter shows or like those like ro- really romanticized like clips of like firefighters like oh the alarm rings so you gotta like leave this like game of chess and just like go run. I'm picturing <laughs> the same picturing the same thing, but like a police officer like dropping his foot long and just like running out like <laughs> save the day. <laughs> Damn, you know that's it's a funny thought because it, dropping the foot long is not a very romantic concept. <laughs> Having it like <laughs> imagining a foot long fly through the air is feels disgusting, and then it hitting the ground and that smear stain, <laughs> <laughs> that skid mark, uh, mm-hmm. everything about it just makes me uncomfortable, Eric. Mm-hmm, exactly. It's uh, like food waste is always funny, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, hence, like food fights. Um, but there's something really like wasteful about a subway sandwich. Like, I don't feel bad wasting it. It's like, no. I asked for extra olives and I got for it. I don't care if I drop it. You know what I mean? <laughs> the veggies that fall on the paper, it's like, I didn't pay for them anyway. I don't care. Yeah, yeah it's true. You have, you have no emotional or monetary attachment to them. Mm-hmm. But I, I also like, the, the Subway sandwich is so funny because there's so many, like, elements that can just explode out of it if you, like, in a, in a splatter scenario with your foot long like it doesn't have to hit the ground with much force to get like a big circle of impact shit's gonna mm-hmm. go everywhere all different colors and sizes so i think visually that's really uh <laughs> dramatic you know 
Mm-hmm. I also think I have like some mild PTSD from working in a deli and uh, just like the feeling of like walking, you know, along the the line and there's uh, like a, you just feel on your feet, like a piece of salami just like stuck to your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you've stepped on a salami and it like slid like an inch and then it, now it's stuck to your shoe and you're like, oh, fuck, like now I gotta like take off my gloves. Like, you know, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. So I have empathy, Ty, for those who work at Subway who have to clean up after not only the police, but anybody who decides to not pick up a black olive that rolls off of their sandwich and then off of their paper onto the ground. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's happening every, every day. Every sandwich loses at least one vegetable. Mm-hmm. Here's the weird thing about Subway sandwiches, Eric, though. They feel they, like visually they look pretty solid right you can close your eyes imagine a foot long you see like a bunch of stuff neatly tucked under bread it's hard to imagine that entire thing coming undone someone basically hand sewed it up like stitches on your like elbow mm-hmm. or whatever but mm-hmm. if you actually imagine taking that picking that foot long up and hucking it across a room how quickly it would just break <laughs> open and pieces would go everywhere it'd be like mm-hmm. a, a shotgun like splatter right yeah that's literally the example i was thinking of it's like the shotgun like spray of all the lettuce you know Mm. uh just shredding its way through the air um Mm -hmm. that's pretty it's pretty uh pretty amazing ty you know i think subway has a lot to learn from the um donair community (laughs) when it Mm. comes to rapping and also the mexican community as well because ty when uh I had my donair wrap last night. I was really impressed by how the paper was almost like, it had like an onboarding process. It was like, really? Yeah. So I had this like wrap, right? And it was like wrapped up like a nice little baby, just like tucked in perfectly. So it was about to go sleep. Little did it know it was going to go sleep again in my tummy. Um, but it had almost like a sleeve on top. And I just like, all I did was like pull this like sleeve off of the top of the donair and it was like perfectly exposed like like one one quarter mm. of it was like visible and i was like wow that was like so easy to just like pop open and eating think about subway like you got to unwrap the entire sandwich for it to mm-hmm. be like before you can start eating um and that's a problem because <clears throat> you have to like rewrap your sandwich if you want to take it home and we all know that doesn't work out very well can I yeah, get a that's box? true. <laughs> Can I box this up? I, I totally know what you're talking about. Like having like your food just like groundhog out of the packaging a little bit is so ergonomic. If you've mm-hmm. ever had the unfortunate um, scenario where you eat a Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell, they have a similar type of packaging that you kind of tear away pieces as you bite down. Mm-hmm. Um, really convenient for eating one-handed. However, Eric... I love the unwrap process of the footlong and I'll tell you why it feels the same way that you would like have, like if you went to like the Hermes store and they brought out like a Birkin and they had the white gloves on in this case, they're clear plastic, Mm. but, um, and they like full unfold every piece to slowly reveal the sandwich. There's a, like a little bit of a waiting game there, but the whole idea is to kind of put this, the, the thing, the object on a pedestal for then you to feast with your eyes, and then mm-hmm. build anticipation to feast mm-hmm. in your mouth. Yeah, I guess, you know, 
there two things can be good here because the sandwich i love when it like you like take do like a wave with it and then it just like <laughs> and then the sandwich just like rolls out and then mm-hmm. it like exposes its like cute little underbelly at you kind of like when a dog finally warms up <laughs> kind of like when a dog finally like says like oh yeah you can pet me and then it's like shows you its belly that's kind of like a sandwich yeah. it always kind of just like exposes its bottom part to you Ooh, gucci gucci goo time to eat, eat you up uh, it is like a little little wiener dog you give a little belly a little scratch before you <laughs> i just want to eat you up <laughs> exactly and uh they never are able to cut all the way through the sandwich so that's a good way for you to see like the full foot long in action like there's no cut line in the bottom of the sub it's always mm-hmm. just from the top so you get a nice little view of the entire sandwich and then that's when you like put it back on its feet and then you tear it in half Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like wow. they it's poetry the, the slice, it's poetry in motion <laughs> it is and honestly i think it's by design i don't think the slice is supposed to go all the way through the middle of your foot long i think it's more like mm. a cut line or a tear line they're mm. providing a recommendation of where you want to break your foot long in half but at the end of the day it's still up to you as the consumer eric you could you could phone book style tear your foot long <laughs> at the four inch mark the six inch mark the 10 inch mark doesn't matter you do you it's uh, pull aparts <laughs> mm-hmm. wow do you think there's ever going to be um a situation where you would want like the paper to be included in that cut that way you have like literally two separate sandwiches maybe it's when you're eating for here mm. <laughs> thinking about a burrito you know usually yeah, yeah, it comes yeah. in like two halves both are still wrapped in the paper yeah yeah the, that's a very common in the in big burrito industry to mm-hmm. wrap it, then chop it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. I don't wrap see why not. Chop. That's pretty smart. I love that cross section too. Like we're all wrapped up, all all cozy and tucked in. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Oh. So that's the trick, Eric. If you want to ha- bring your foot long to a food fight, it needs to be wrapped. If you want like a grenade to huck across the room or like a long range sniper <laughs> instead of like the typical shotgun foot long. You need to keep it wrapped. That's the only way it's going to maintain its shape when it <laughs> hits your target. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Man, I'm thinking about... <laughs> I was. I had a lot of concern on my face when I had this Donaire because it um, turned out it was actually... Bay actually surprised me with it. She, I, I had picked her up and she said, guess what? I have, a, I have something for you. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we got home and I, it was a Donaire ready to be eaten. And I was like really worried. I was like, oh shit, is it... It's been sitting there for a while. It's going to be soggy. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, but then, you know, I unwrapped it and it was almost like the, you know, Papi knew. He knew that I was going to take a long time to eat it and he just made it perfect. Um, Damn. So, but, no I worries mean, like, there. <laughs> <laughs> when, I guess when you're, you want to optimize your meal for like long-term storage. Mm-hmm. transfer the sauces from the ram to the hard drive and by that i mean like stick the sauces in the middle of the sandwich not really like any cl- where near the bread like a bed of lettuce on like one side and a bed of meats or cheeses on the other then creates mm-hmm. a safe like inner oozy core like the earth where your sauces and your juicier vegetables like tomatoes and cukes can like live comfortably without compromising the rest of the sandwich so i feel like you could actually like engineer the foot long differently to survive a long a longer time period beyond the beyond the subway franchise 
You're absolutely right, Ty. Man, just thinking about, <laughs> I say this every episode now, but just thinking about these footlongs <laughs> makes me like miss that good old fashioned American cold footlong that I've been having lately. <laughs> Dude, it's so good, bro. Like, you gotta, you gotta hop on this wave with me, Ty. You're, you're, you're rejecting modernity, <laughs> um, but it's like not advisable at this, at this situation that we're in, situation that we're in here. You should be embracing okay. the cold along with me. And it's, oh, we're running out of time, Ty. It's November. You better hop on it <laughs> quick or else you're fucked. <laughs> uh, the cold sandwich is seasonal. Mm-hmm. You're going to miss the cold sandwich window. And then we're going to be waiting until August again. Yeah, I, I should jump into this. At least take one for a spin. The challenge mm-hmm. is with a veggie sandwich, Eric, is all of your veggies are inherently cold to begin with. Exactly. So, I mean, if you don't toast anything, it just tastes like you're eating a salad. Exactly. I, what is the problem here? That is, <laughs> that is exactly what you should be striving for when it comes to veggies. It's like the colder, the fresher. You know what I mean? I Even if it's so. the illusion of fresh, we'll take it. The illusion of fresh is a cool like motto for Subway. Mm-hmm. Subway is the illusion of fresh. It's the illusion of choice. It's the illusion of healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're There's magicians of... over there. Sandwich magicians. Exactly, Ty. They're one big optical illusion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm over there like the like the drunk emoji, just like <laughs> floating through it. <laughs> um, it does seem like more natural to have a cold sandwich, Eric. Uh, I'm saying that because if I told you, hey, do you feel like eating warm lettuce? You'd be like, barf, right? Like mm-hmm. bark, warm lettuce? No way. What if I told you a warm pickle? <laughs> bark, right? How about some warm up... What if I warmed up some mayonnaise for you? Yum or barf? <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I don't even want to compare that to anything, Ty, but right. <laughs> some warm mayo okay. down my throat. Just squirt the mm. whole bottle, actually. Squirt, squirt. Damn. <laughs> so I where I'm going with this, Eric, is that isolated no single ingredient is good warm except maybe the bread the cheese and the meat oh ty do you remember this era of subway where they wouldn't um like the the only way to like toast or get make the meats warm today (laughs) is to toast your entire sandwich it's only way to warm up your meats but remember back in the day when they used to have like a dedicated microwave for the chicken do you remember this? Oh, the rotisserie chicken zone. <laughs> no, but they had like a, like they would put the chicken on a little tray, almost like a little cast iron, and they would plop it into the oven, mm. and then they would like put that on your sandwich. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. What happened to that? I don't that's know perfect. Warm meats, cold salad. Yeah, that is perfect. Because like, I the concept of warm meats is both a cursed and delicious thought (laughs) um Mm -hmm. so should we replace all toasters with meat warmers is is that the idea you're you're pushing for is that is that what you're the campaign you're running on in 2024 we don't need to toast anything ever again ty unless it's a pizza you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we're bake only on this pod it's when it comes to baking bread why are you doing it twice uh what about paninis eric 
the panini press was also a tool in the artist's tool belt, a color on their palette, <laughs> uh, a, a, br- a brush in their in their uh, whatever studio. But the the panini press is also a endangered species, if not fully extinct now. Yeah, I mean it's uh, kind of like a one-trick pony if you think about it. You can't do anything with a panini press other than make other than press panini, and <laughs> and just the mere square footage that thing takes up in anyone's kitchen is an embarrassment, especially in this post air fryer world that we live in. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, dude, the, the air fryer killed the panini press. Are you saying though that like the the meat warmer? was a more useful tool than the panini press because it is also a, <laughs> a one-trick tool to be fair i think the meat warmer was just a microwave and they would microwave like the shredded chicken and then like plop it on your sandwich so it would be like a way to avoid toasting the sandwich um but still have some warm meats because i'm all down for cold chicken and cold things but i don't know about subway cold chicken you know Right. I did. I do remember hearing from a Subway insider <laughs> once upon a time that an inch cider, an inch cider, uh, that there's warmers <laughs> like a warming mechanism beneath the buckets. I knew this obviously with the marinara because that shit's <laughs> bubbling like a volcano all day, but all of the meat buckets supposedly there's some like warming tubes beneath it to keep your mm. food. Like, at least room temperature. It doesn't freeze, like, the cold November air. Mm. Just picturing that, like, marinara sludge just bubbling all day. Um, kind of like in Nona's kitchen. Just makes me, mm-hmm. like, feel happy inside. Like, just to know that it's, like, someone that has to add water every hour, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Or it'll reduce down to... Exactly. Turn back into a tomato. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know, Ty, if all the meats are like that, because wouldn't the chicken just dry it all the way out? That's true. And your cold cuts, they, they, the name suggests it warms. Yeah, this, I'm going to report this to the uh, Better Business Bureau, Ty, because <laughs> my cold cuts are they're lukewarm, and I think it's the warming tubes. <laughs> oh, yes. I think the FDA is going to want to see this, too. Yeah, actually, that's true. You can't store any kind of meat at a cooking temperature. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, I know what I'm going <laughs> to order next. Uh, yeah, buddy. I'm going to request my meats warmed separately mm. and then have them applied to my sandwich. Maybe even post a veggie. Can you, can you think about that for a sec? Like, do everything and then hot meat on top. Boom. Just when you least expect it, right? <laughs> uh, that is the uh, that's the probably the best way to get hot meat. I mean, is wait as long as possible. Mm-hmm. The other you can even ask to them get... to toast it after you pay. Like, order a veggie oh. sub and then immediately orders a side of meat. Oh, true. Pop into the toaster, get the terminal ready to be tapped. Mm-hmm. Bing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no tip. And then get my sandwich. Yeah, exactly. But Ty, the other, the, I think probably the best way to get warm meat 
in your life is to subscribe to this podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> two I'm warm it. wieners right here, ready to chop it up. Dude, I am heated <laughs> twice a week. Yeah, dude. Two uh, two meatballs bubbling away in that little red sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> bloop, bloop. Uh, yeah, man, we 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 bring the meats. All you got to bring is uh, a couple ears and some headphones. <laughs> That's all we brought. It's a good deal. <laughs> and the exactly. meats. And the meats. <sighs> well, uh, well, guys. That's I about do it for appreciate today. the breadheads uh, <laughs> listening to us wave our meats around today. Um, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> in an effort to, I guess you could say, like, redistribute the proteins at Subway, reduce the meats, we do have a mm-hmm. petition live on change.org to bring back the beloved falafel sandwich, RIP, falafel, RIP, takeoff. One of those two can come back if you sign our petition. Um, link exactly. in bio. Don't let the falafel suffer the same fate as the worst Migo. <laughs> I mean, like, yes, but we we can wait a little longer to say that, Eric. Let's <laughs> have some respect. <laughs> you you brought that energy into the podcast, Ty, and I'm just toasting it. Fair enough. You know, I feel like. Uh, I'm not looking forward to my Instagram feed, every hype beast on it, like showing like a photoshopped photo of like pop smoke with like <laughs> in heaven, <laughs> like gr- greeting takeoff. I get every time somebody oh, got the same thing happens. Wow, true. It's like the like heaven starting five or something. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. True swirl yeah, in true. there. I'd rather see Pop Smoke being photoshopped the Virgil Abloh style um, than like people sharing like the one time he replied to their DM. And it's mm. like, I do you fam. Or like something like that, like generic. It's like, hey, he, he didn't he doesn't know you, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what are the qualifiers for like being legitimately like qual- qualified to post an RIP? Mm. you probably need to have their number at the very minimum if it's yeah, strictly I, on instagram it's like you you're like barely pen pals you know what i mean mm-hmm. a text message conversation iMessage convo would be a good one yeah I, it has to be the iMessage. um perhaps a photo of something that the deceased gave you that implies that there was like a material relationship Mm-hmm, exactly. Some kind of exchange of goods. <laughs> yeah, an exchange of goods. Personalized. This is to be like made one of one for you, like an NFT or signed by the creator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're a sandwich artist and you made a sandwich for takeoff one time in your life, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but that's not enough to post their order. But feel free to <laughs> send it to us directly via DM. I'd love to see the receipts. Exactly. He seems like a an extra extra sauce kind of guy. <laughs> exactly. Um, he seems like somebody who would leave off some ingredients. That was weak. <laughs> uh, well, we're gonna leave <laughs> off the breadheads with that pun. Uh, 
Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> Have a great week. Think fresh. Tingle.